What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Western Civ from the Abyss, the podcast that is trying to keep Western Civ alive. Thank you for tuning in back when with me, and I hope you had a safe 4th of July weekend as you celebrated America's birthday. You know, stayed safe, got to hang out with family, hopefully grilled out and had some hamburgers, hot dogs, got to hang out with some family, maybe saw some friends you haven't seen in a while, popped off a few fireworks, saw the neighbors. Either way, hope it was safe, hope it was fun, hope you had a great time celebrating the old USA. So, a lot's happened. Besides 4th of July, there's been a good bit of sporting going on. Uh, My LSU Tigers have won the College World Series. And while I was watching that wrap up about two weeks ago, it got me thinking, because, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it was one of the best series in Omaha I've seen in a long time. And it wasn't just because it was the Tigers in it, because they're all, you know, they're in it most of the time. But it was just really fun, a lot of exciting, a lot of good teams, a lot of good players, Um, you know, Hell, just in the championship game, there were th- the first three picks of the draft were all playing on the field at the same time. So, really cool. Uh, it got me thinking, you know, I wonder what it was like. Am I, like, were the ancients sitting in the stands, a nervous wreck like I was, not able to finish my beer, you know, because you're sitting there just so anxious, glued to the games. Like, like, were they like that? What was it like for them? Because sports are just such a big part of our world uh, today, and it's easy to think that, you know, because we're watching football and basketball and baseball and soccer and all these things that are, you know, what we consider modern sports. I mean, particularly these big championships. It's easy to think about sports and how how important they are to us and how important they were to society that you think that's really a modern thing because a lot of people would say like, oh, well, because of the money now, because of capitalism, because of the way you're able to, you know, anything, you know, promote growth within you know tv sectors and tv deals and all these things you know you think all this is new and that's so like really you think sports being so ingrained in our society is new and it's not it actually would probably blow your mind to know how close again it was if you lived in ancient rome to have a sporting life that looks just like we do now and let me tell you it was all the same important it wasn't just important to the individual wasn't just like, oh man, I'm you know I'm a fan of my team. It's important to me. It was important because you had these these teams became factions, particularly amongst horse racing, as we'll see in the medieval Roman time. Um, well, I mean not just medieval Roman time. I mean any Roman time. The uh, particularly with like I said with the horse racing, whatever color you were affiliated with, became the faction you were affiliated with. And politicians would want to garner votes from. You know the factions of their areas. They, they they controlled very powerful voting blocks. You can look at it the same, really the same way as Teamster can. You know mob control of voting blocks for the Teamsters, and you know the different. Um, Jesus, uh, what am I trying to think of? Uh, the different unions. Yeah, you know, you know the, the different union voting blocks. Very very similar to that, and like I said. The, the, you would have sections of the cities being dedicated to these different factions, as they were called, and, and a lot of politics had to do with that. And a lot of politics wavered on what faction maybe had more popularity or had more power at the time, controlled maybe more of the voting block or the voting block you were in particularly looking for. Maybe you needed to gain what, um, and I'm just going to toss this out here. I have no clue that this is how um, it went, but this just say. Um, you know, maybe the green section of town might be made up of your 
quote unquote merchant class, right? Maybe a lot of your women merchant class are in the, I don't know, in the green faction or something. So you got to try to make yourself appealing to the greens. So you might see, you know, somebody come out, maybe tip the green, uh, a green robe at some important match when they're facing their big rival or something, or when they're big, uh, green racers up next, you know, you, you, you'll see these politicians during voting times wearing the colors or whatever they need. Really funny. But, um, they, I mean, no different than what you see today. No different at all. And so, okay, what, what was available to you back then? What was your sporting life available to you? Because now, you know, you got all kinds of seasons. We know what's coming around the corner. We know when basketball season is, hockey season is, blah, 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 blah. October is the best month because you have so many at once. So what was it like? Well, we know from the last podcast, because we talked about destination vacations, that the, uh, the Greek Olympics would have been one. Uh, the event you could have gone to, I mean, even they didn't cancel the games during the Roman occupations of Greece or when Greece was brought into the Roman, um, influential, influential spear. Um, so, you know, that was for certain would have been one thing you could have gone and go to, but like we kind of talked about vacationing wasn't as easy as back then as it is now. And it certainly was very expensive. So what, but you would have had those same kind of sports that would have been at the Olympics played throughout Greece or well, not just Greece, throughout the ancient world. I mean, you wouldn't have been just isolated to waiting for the Olympics. So you could have seen things like horse riding, swimming, um, you know, foot racing, of course, javelin, discus, you know, wrestling, of course, boxing, all kinds of different things like that. Your usuals, you know, you would have had all those same any various throwing, you know, challenges. So you would have had your usual Olympic games being played. You know, those, of course, sports, along with, you know, your great hunts and your big fishing competitions would have been something else that you would have had, would have had available to you. I'm not going to get into the gladiator part um, because I know I'm probably the moment you hear Roman sports, the first thing you think of is two gladiators going at it. Well, the truth of the matter is there weren't gladiator matches every Saturday night. Now, there wasn't. I mean, you could go a decade or and sometimes well more, closer to a century more, um, before a game was played. Now, there were times when it was more consistent. It really depended on the emperor. Uh, you might have had an emperor who uh, had just taken over after, you know, the Praetorian Guard killed the last guy, maybe promoted some general, and he comes in and goes, there hadn't been a game in 10 years, damn it, I'm... I want some games, so we're going to put on one hell of a, you know, a show for the next month. And I mean, hell, if you were there for that, I bet that was an awesome event to go to because there were, I mean, some of the most legendary fights, you know, came out of the Coliseum. You had these clash, you know, these titanic matches. And if you were at some of these, like Seneca describes one of them between, you know, a uh, Thracian style uh, uh, gladiator and then, you know, the, the against, you know, the, the famed heavy armored, you know, one and all that, like the famed matchup and all that. So, I mean, there's been some great, great clashes. And if you happen to be one of those, then, you know, you saw one of the great battles. Then we'll get into that in the next podcast. We'll have dedicated all to uh, the gladiators. But it wasn't a consistent enough sport to really kind of consider it around because like i said i mean you could really go a lifetime if you were in mean, some certain points if you were born you'd go a lifetime and never see a match um there was times when there were matches you know more frequent and that's it you did it just depended on when you were born when you were around remember rome lasted for a long time on over a thousand years so 
there was a long time here. And so what I'm going to do is fix, kind of spend the time on the one that stayed around uh, longer, was more consistent, that's the horse racing. Um, in particular, there was four factions or four colors, uh, teams that you would choose from, and it would be green, white, blue, and red. Now, what's cool is that these same teams would compete each against each other, not just after the fall of the Western Roman Empire, but well, well into the medieval Roman Empire. I, uh, as far as I know, up until the end, the Hippodrome was going. Um, so you had these four teams. Basically, you have for a thousand years, these teams played each other. And, I mean, imagine that. You have some rivalries, you know, that date back and all that. But we're talking a thousand years. Like, you could be a fan of a team of the Greens and be like my great 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 grandpappy was a greens fan damn it you know what i mean so it's like literally think about that like i'm a saints fan i'm an lsu fan i'm from louisiana so i'm like sitting here thinking like damn like my dad remembers when they first got here but to me they seem old it's like to my daddy he's like i can remember when they first showed up so they're not really that old you know but so we're, we're I mean, a hundred years, a thousand, like, that's just so cool. Just to have that background like that, that, cause you, I mean, you didn't, you, it's not like now where you can be like, oh, I think I'm feeling the greens today. Like, nah, this was pretty serious. Um, it probably was like that at first, but again, we're talking a thousand years. So can, you can kind of just like, imagine if the NFL only had four teams, you know, like the fans of those teams. You'd have millions of people as fans of on each one. Um, they would be very influential. Hmm. Politicians. Hmm. Only four teams. That means the entire country would be divided into only four teams. That's a lot of votes. It's a lot of votes, huh? And uh, the Roman politicians weren't stupid. So I can see where probably in the beginning, now yeah, you started off, had a favorite rider, maybe, you know, the first century or so. You might have had some more switching around of the teams, you know. Um, you know, maybe the first two centuries, you kind of had people, you know, well, I'm a fan of this. Well, I like this. You know, house divided, green and red, right? Um, you might have stuff like that. But I, but by the time it got later on, like, you know, later into the in, into the like the imperial reign, particularly by medieval Rome. You know, you're gonna have ingrained factions at this point to where parts of the city are green, red, blue, and white. And if you were born in a green apartment, then that's just what you were. Because if you were not a fan of the greens, you're gonna get your ass kicked. So, um, you didn't really move from that. Um, to the extent of, was it kind of set up like, you know, the Giants are the team of the white collar and the Jets are the, you know, are the team of the blue collar. I would imagine over a thousand year time that would have changed since there's only four teams, you know, like, or did never really fully set in that like one social group might have, but maybe so, I, like I said, I don't know. I didn't look that that part into it i don't know how much there actually would have been on that um but i know it went by racer a lot the most famous and uh, most successful racer actually probably the richest athlete of all time uh was a guy named gaius apulius diocles he was a uh charioteer from what would 
be the area of Portugal now, I believe. I say that because in Lisbon, um, there's actually still a statue of him. Um, he was racing in, in around 100 during the reign of uh, Emperor Trajan. So this would have been at, you know, the height of the absolute height of the Roman Empire. So, you know, he's also racing at like the pinnacle time um, of power in Rome. So like it also has to do with timing and he got, you know, he's lucky to have been, he's be such a great racer and to come around at a time uh, when he actually could have made the money that he made. I mean, he was rich. He, he, he ended up making so much money that he bought himself senatorial status, not senatorial rank, but like that type of social status class where you'd, you'd, you'd be a, you know, on a sen- in fact, he had more money than some senators. So he was on that type of level. So he went from being a, um, a non-Italian provincial nobody from the providence of Hispania and uh, I'm almost certain from one of the... He's not from Lisbon. I just know that um, the statue was there. And I remember reading that I think that statue was there because he had grown up not far from there. I think Lisbon might have been, like, the big Roman town in the area where, like, all the surrounding areas would have, like, identified as being around. So, you you know, so I guess... I, I, long story short, I think he just threw up a statue because he lived not, like, somewhere in that general area. Um, so I'm guessing the Portugal area, I'm almost certain, but long story short, the guy made a shit ton of money. He was very successful. Uh, really cool. Highly suggest, uh, you take a look at him. His name, like I said, Gaius Apulius Diocles. If you even start getting anything close to it, it'll come up, but it's G-A-I-U-S Apulius, which is A-P-P-U-L-E-I-U-S. And then Diocles is much more easier, D-I-O-C-L-E-S, but the guy's very cool. Um, his story's awesome. There's a lot about him. I don't want... Uh, I could spend probably an entire podcast on him. Um, but I'm trying to see if I can get where my notes were. But honestly, he, one of his winnings would have gone on to be... Okay, yeah, here we go. It says his winnings would have gone on to have been around a three... 35,863, 120 sesterces. That is a lot. Over a working life of 20, 40 years that he raced. That's incredible. Um, he had something like 2,000 wins. Let's see. Because, I mean, there was different kinds of racing, too. Okay, now that's... Uh, thank you. I'm glad I, glad I uh, double-checked that because it reminded me. There was different kinds of racing. It's like, you wouldn't just go to the Saturday event and be like, oh, okay, like, there was the race. It was over. Like, you had to get preliminary races just like you'd have at a boxing match or a wrestling match. You know, you might have a few starters before you get to the, you know, the main event. And the main event would have been your four-horse race, right? The chariots are being pulled by four horses because they're going to be the ones going the fastest, uh, because there's four horses to each chair, there's going to be less room. So your chance of wrecking is going to be higher. Um, you know, the Romans, it was not, you know, not unknown that they liked blood. So a lot of people went for the blood for the wrecks. Um, that was entertainment. I mean, shit, uh, a lot of people go to the NASCAR races to potentially see a wreck. It's sick, but we like to see it. I mean, we do as humans, we like to see, um, shit like that happen. It's entertaining to us. Um, so you, your the, the chances of injury was much 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 higher in a, in a four horse race, um, 
a lot of times, you know, a horse might get taken out, and if one horse falls, it might take out the one next. Crazy crashes. I mean, we're not talking NASCAR now where, you know, unfortunately you still do see some injuries, you know, unfortunate injuries. But, um, you know, we've taken a lot of measures to stop that. They didn't take any measures to stop that back then. Back then, when you had pileups, man, like you're talking – unfortunate thing is the horses, you know, um, because, you know, they don't know what the hell is going on. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you'd have mauled horses, you know, and, of course, when a horse breaks his leg, we all know what happens, you know, you, you turn into sweet and sour chicken. So um, no, no different back then. I mean, you weren't sweet and sour chicken, but you were definitely being served at the local bar or something, you know. So... Real unfortunate, real sad, but yeah, you know, you'd have a pile up of horses and of course some dead bodies too from the um, from the humans, which is you know also sad. But um, you had other kind of horses. You would have two chariot poles. You have three chariots. You might have a single chariot. You might have a straight horseback. So there would be all kinds of things leading up to it. So this guy, Gaius, I mean, he would have raced in all kinds of different races. You'd have been able to see him. The way I'm thinking of it is kind of like if you had an NASCAR racer who also did NASCAR stock car you know, dirt, whatever the hell. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't know anything about um, the racing stuff. So I apologize to racing fans out there who are like your comparison huffs. But, um, but you know what I mean, how there's different kind of types of Formula One and, and all that. Um, it'd be like this one person racing and all that and being the shit at all of them. Uh, it's kind of what he was like. So, I mean, he he was awesome, real fun story. Um, like I said, he grew up during the time or he raced during the time of Trajan, which is during the absolute high of the Roman empire. He raced for about 24 years, raced for multiple different teams. Um, <clears throat> I know it was the whites. He spent some time with, uh, more a lot, most of his time with, uh, I believe the blues as well. I mean, he was with three of the four. I just don't remember if the only one he wasn't with. Uh, were the reds or the greens, but he came in first roughly 1,462 times, um, and placed at least mostly in either second, which, or, you know, said, he said he placed another 1,438. So he came in first 1,462 times and he placed 1,438 times. It does not say what place but it said most of mostly it was in second place so this guy was really good but uh you know what's incredible is that he lived through a 24-year career what's incredible is that he lived through over 2,800 races i mean holy shit i mean wait hold on this is 3,000 races that, that he placed in either first or second place he either placed first or i'm assuming second or third like, i I don't, I don't know if fourth was considered placing back then but shit i don't know but um that's a lot that's incredible that he survived just the races that he placed and or won that's incredible it's about half and half damn this this guy's the shit um let's see his record with, oh his record with the greens were poor okay so he was but it must have been I just wanted to see because I want to make sure. Yeah, he started with the whites at eight of eighteen, which I knew. He switched to the greens. I was pretty sure. Poor. Okay, so he sucked ass with the greens, and then he went to the reds for a final fifteen years. Oh man, that sucks. Okay, see now that's fun to read. See, okay, this is kind of like what I'm talking about here. Now there were dudes sitting in 
the bar. Because let me tell you something. The sports bars were just like they were now. The night, like the best sports bars were the ones that were the closest to the event, right? If it was a fight in the Coliseum, and then it would be proximity to the Coliseum. If it was at the horse racing, you would want a proximity to the horse racing because the, the, the bigger name sports bars would have boys, runners, slaves, who would have relay systems of getting the information back quickly so you could get updates at the bar of what was going on. You have a kid come in yelling, you know, uh, uh, Diocles has taken, you know, the second round, blah, 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 blah. Uh, however the hell they would do it. So, you know, you could get updates while you're sitting. There was, of course, gambling, mass betting, you know, just like we'd have now. So, but 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 listen to this. The, he starts off at 18 with with the Whites, right, with, with, with Team White. And then um, after six years, so he raced for six years, he switches to the Greens. During which time he sustained some kind of injury, um, and he doesn't do very good with the greens. It looks like he was injured, so it looks like you got this guy, this kid. Tell me, tell me, tell me what this sounds like, all right? Um, how this, like, what what modern sports this sounds like? You got a kid who starts off at eighteen. You know, I'm I'm gonna say he's a prodigy guy because the guy absolutely kicked ass, and I can almost promise you that if at eighteen. Um, he's starting for one of the big factions, and not that eighteen's young because you gotta also think back then. You know, you had to be a little bit older than your years when you were younger. But even still, um, you know, eighteen still a little wet behind the ears, especially if you're going to be coming to Rome to race on the big stage. So he probably was a well-known person. So I'll just go ahead and, and safely say that he's an eighteen-year-old prodigy. He starts out for the Whites. Six years into his career, he moves to uh, a different team, the Greens, where he sustains an injury. His, you know, he just never really catches on with that Green team. I'm sure the injury didn't help. Um, due to that, the Greens start to restrict him. You know, start to restrict his opportunities and eye on the use of some of their better horses. Because remember, the, you raced for the Greens, so these factions would vie for the best horses, would go around trying to find whatever advantage they could to bring their faction more money because, like we talked about, you know, kind of like referencing what would happen, like, you know, because you have four teams, guys. There's only four teams. So, like, it'd be like America being divided into into only four NFL teams. Like, you're going to have, like we are saying, it'd be a lot of political ramifications there because that's a lot of votes. Well, it's the same in Rome. You know, when you only have four teams to pick from and you have a million people living in a city, well, that's a lot of votes. So, politicians would suck up to the different racers or different, you know, uh, groups. Like we had talked about, the groups would be very rich in themselves. You'd have representatives of the groups. Long story short, you know, you can imagine all the same stuff that would happen now happen then. But... Uh, the point is, you know, he goes, he goes to the greens, he does poor, they restrict them, they don't let him use their best horses anymore, um, so they end up getting rid of him, right? And after only three years, they move on from him, and he goes to the Reds, and, you know, and he, and he races for 15 years there. So he spent the majority of his career with the Reds, he started off with the Whites and spent some time with the Greens. Does not say they spent any time with the Blues. So it looks like they're the only ones who did not have him. And it looks like only really the Whites and mainly the Reds got the most use out of him. But that kind of sounds like how many athletes can you think of start off with these big names, you know, and then you get them in. 
They do all right. They don't. I, they didn't really say why he switched from the whites to the greens. Um, that is an interesting. That would be really interesting to find out. Um, what caused that original change? Um, yeah, that's fascinating. I wonder what. Maybe it had to do with a trade or something. Who knows? But yeah, for but for, for some whatever reason, he moves from the whites to the greens. Like I said, they don't do very good. It looks like they're kind of pissed off that they're going to start restricting his the best horses and all that. So to me, it kind of seems like the Greens gave up something for him because it kind of seems like they were pissed off. But anyway, um, so really cool, you know. Very, and you can imagine the people in the bars were debating and talking about the same thing. So you know, I really kind of hope that sheds some light on that. But yeah, but really, what I really want to drive home is just think about the fact that these four teams graced, competed had very intense fan bases that got to the point where I don't even like we haven't seen like we're we're thinking we're big fans and all that well think about this in a thousand year time the fans were fans of all this stuff um you know all these factions as far as where as a society they reached a fan meter they they Rome at one point hit where we were now and moved past it because you know we don't kill anyone for switching teams you know I that, let me tell you like I know a lot of people who maybe due to a spouse or whatever, they move like all of a sudden they're a fan of a different team. Like, I don't know, man, I mean, the way it makes it sound by the, by, by the end, that it doesn't sound like that shit flied. Like, you know, it kind of seemed like once you're in, you're in for life. You know what I mean? You joined a gang pretty much. Unless I guess you just weren't much of a uh, sporting fan. And then of course I am talking about, you know anybody I guess who would be engaged in this type of thing? You didn't. You, I get. You didn't have to be a sports fan, but I'm just saying, like you know, in mass, this is a way of getting information out. It became they, the factions became very political. Uh, it became a mix of sporting teams and trade unions, really. Um, and so, so, so the point being, though, is it always circles back to that. Nothing is new. Nothing's new under the sun. Um, shit, I mean, like we just said, we could look at all the complexities of the politics of our unions and our sports, and all we have to do is look at Roman, uh, Roman chariot teams and uh, to get a look at what happens when both of those run out of control as far as, uh, as, far as the citizens being more loyal to a, a faction, right? Quote-unquote being more loyal to whatever the politician from the you know the greens are saying as opposed to what's best for rome they're supporting their candidate their party right we call it supporting your party right i vote i'll go on party lines no matter what the actual consequences are you know that does not matter i tote the line see that is a problem now we're seeing that now of course that's like you know we see that prevalent in our society today but it, Rome went on for a lot longer, so you can see the buildup. Kind of like I was alluding to before that, I, I mean, no doubt in my mind that when the chariot racing first started, these first, you know, the first time these four teams were established, for the first hundred years, I'm sure people were switching teams, you know. Um, it wasn't that big yet. It simply had not been ingrained. Like my great, 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 great granddaddy hadn't been a fan yet. So there wasn't that. Extra- loyalty that I don't even think we today can truly understand um, 
Because we don't even think about our great, 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 great grandpappies. You know what I mean? Because at least mine, we're living some, some little old country somewhere in Europe. You know what I mean? They haven't come here yet. Um, so, but their great, 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 I'm not going to go down the whole damn great thing, but you get it. Their great ancestors would have grown up in the same damn city as them. You know what I mean? Saw the same buildings as them, sat their ass in the same chair or seats as them. In the same building, you know what I mean? Like, that connection to, I think, the past to your family ties to that team or that faction, I don't think we can quite understand yet because we haven't been around long enough. Our teams have not been around long enough for us to experience that. It is still acceptable for us to switch teams. So just think about that. Um, hope that puts that in perspective. Um, hope y'all... Go out, maybe look up some of this stuff. You can; it's a fun rabbit hole to go down. Uh, you know, it leads to all kinds of things because one, you know, again, we stayed in the Roman sphere, the Latin sphere. Games were different in the Middle East. Games were different in different parts of the world. So definitely uh, take a look at that on your own. We may circle to it at some point, but if it's something you you want to know now, I highly suggest going and looking it up. But yeah, uh, following the career of Gaius Apulius Diocles would definitely be a fun read, fun research, maybe finding out why he originally left the whites. Um, maybe they were racist. I don't know. You know, he was Spanish. So maybe the Italians didn't like him. Maybe they didn't think he was white enough. I don't know. Um, find out and uh, let me know if you do. But yeah, apart from that, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, hope you have a safe rest of your week. Again, Happy birthday, America. Um, this isn't, I, like I said in the beginning, this is an ancient podcast. I'm going to stick to ancient history. To, so if you're wondering why this one was not American themed, as well, because I like ancient history. So, um, but love America. So USA, happy birthday. Love it, guys. Hope all y'all have had a fun time. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Have a great rest of your week. And remember to stay tuned in because there's going to be some more content uh, being dropped throughout the week by some of our other podcast members, so definitely look forward to that. Um, my man Jay, who got absolutely trashed with on Friday, sang a little karaoke and lived it up uh, for a little, you know, prelim for 4th of July. My man Jay is going to be giving you a chance to make some money on some sports bets. Um, I ought to get on there and give you some of mine just so you take the opposite, uh, and then you'd really make some money. I, but I don't want to steal Jay's podcast, so, you know, what don't pick follow mine you know but but yeah but yeah thank you guys you know hope you have a great rest of your day and i will talk to you again whenever we hop on here for another episode of western civ from the abyss where we try and keep western civ alive with some fun stories and good times so have a great rest of your day guys